Energy, water and food will be the main challenges humanity faces in the next 30 years. Such challenges are transnational, as the world has become too big, more connected and codependent than ever in the history we know. Of course, there will be national interests and geopolitics involved, so I support that engineers and scientists, especially those in research and entrepreneurship, should be informed by the politics of a region. One might ask why a researcher or an engineer, scientist, entrepreneur should know about geopolitics. Simply because geopolitics affect businesses and the direction of research and innovation collaboration of institutions, organizations and the markets. The level and areas of cooperation between countries vary based on national strategies and organizations' leadership. For example, one could see that Greek institutes and universities have strong research and outputs in areas that could build the renewable energy future at an international level. Yet, their dissemination to products through industrial collaboration via startups is almost non-existent, as the national industry is. Plus, the small industrial sectors of the country is not investing at all in national research and innovation. So one sees the countries with more significant geopolitical influence have more robust industries and greater penetration to the global market. Now, this sounds like the dilemma which came first, the chicken or the egg? Of course, whether the industries determined the geopolitical influence of one country over another or vice versa is answered and found historically. The countries that had a geopolitical influence also affected markets with their industries. Whether the geopolitics of regions changed, most countries with that economic influence maintained their businesses and industries presence in that region. An engineer or scientist in research might ask again why he or she should keep an eye on the politics or geopolitics of an area. Simply because research and innovation are directed towards one way or another depending on the geopolitics, priorities and antagonisms between national security and the businesses. Researchers also prioritize their aims and focus based on what the market dictates and where the money is for the researchers. Of course, this should not have been the case and it is not always the case, as we've recently experienced with the pandemic. Generally speaking, we see life itself prioritizing the needs and challenges that need to be met. And life as we made it and lived it has brought in front of us quite a few challenges, which are not to ignore, have been met before, but not in the same context as now and for the next 30 years. Throughout the 20th century, as humanity, we had challenges to face in different regions of the world for water, food and energy scarcity. 
We will face the same challenges now and in the future, only that we aim to reverse climate change while many people still do not have seasonal access to those resources. Maybe this time we will better face those challenges as our technology, science and engineering have developed to solve problems holistically. International collaboration is at its best despite the multiple businesses and national security global players' antagonisms and monopolies attempts in many regions and continents. Of course, the role of scientists, engineers and technologists in research and innovation is not to follow the market or businesses and passively executing research and producing innovation. Scientists, engineers and technologists follow ethics standards and have a positive impact. But the scientists, engineers and technologists should take up leadership to influence research and innovation based on current and future challenges of humanity and society dictates. For example, water is vital to food security, but water could be the primary energy source to avert climate change, either as sustainable hydropower or producing hydrogen. We should not forget that significant changes in policy and management across the entire agricultural production chain are needed to ensure the best use of available water resources in meeting growing demands for food and other agricultural products. So, engineers, scientists and technologists should be informed and affect those decisions to better utilize and apply their innovations, in the case of water, by ensuring the sustainable use of this finite critical source. Over the past 18 months, I spoke to and we listened to global Greek experts that lead in their fields about international relations and international businesses, research and innovation governance and development, from the water and food nexus to the blue economy and the hydrogen economy, the laws and policies that transcend energy businesses and climate change, international security and regional geopolitics affecting the business, groundbreaking innovation such as biotechnology, metabolic engineering, innovative materials for a circular economy, history as a source of learning, also how to lead our lives. But we are not done. We have more to explore on the synergy of science and engineering, education and philosophy, politics, the way of life. I'm Panayota Pimenidou, the hostess, and founder of the Global Greek Influence Podcast. Subscribe, like and review the Global Greek Influence Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Angor FM and four more podcasting platforms. In addition, you can contact the Global Greek Influence through the podcast's Facebook and Twitter accounts, the podcast website globalgreekinfluence.com and the podcast page on LinkedIn.